0: Hello there, and welcome to the Craft Hot Sauce Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying the beginning of your summer, and thank you for taking some time today to tune in to the Craft Hot Sauce Podcast. And I'm excited to bring you our interview today with Tim Myers of Hot Heads Official. They are a craft hot sauce company located in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and they actually grow a lot of their own chili peppers that they use in their own hot sauce. Uh, They have a lot of different hot sauce creations, have learned a lot since Tim has moved from experimenting with craft beer, moving to craft hot sauce. You're going to learn all about some of the other things that he's interested in besides just making hot sauce and making peppers and some of the other really cool collaborations he's done, um, including a collaboration with the Seven Pot Club with Rob Coleman, who's bringing us the music with the Scoville Scalet intro song. The whole song will be at the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoy this one. Let's go. Tim, welcome to the Craft Hot Sauce podcast. Pumped to have you here. Thanks for having
1: me. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, been following you for a while and finally got to try uh, a number of your hot sauces, uh, kind of the uh, Hawaiian Fresno and pineapple sauce, um, some roasted bell and scorpion, and I, I even dipped into the hot chocolate, which had some cacao and reaper this morning. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to talk more about the hot sauce and, and peppers and chilies that you've been growing. Um, but before hot sauce, I know you were creating other, uh, things. Uh, and I think right before it was brewing beer, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, basically I was working a job delivering ice cream. Uh, and I did that for like 16 years, but like while I was doing that, I was just really bored. I, I needed like something to, uh, you know, work my creativity. Cause I've always been an artist ever since I was like in school, um, whether it was drawing or painting or whatever. Uh, so <clears throat> yeah. So I was like, I, I just, I don't know how I stumbled upon it, but I was like, I found out that you could like homebrew and brew a beer at home. So that fascinated me. Cause I was always like craft beer. Um, I was into that scene. So I just started to watch videos And
0: there's a lot of history with craft beer in Pennsylvania, too, right? There is,
1: yeah. I think Pennsylvania is the number one craft beer drinking state, actually. Wow. And we're probably, like, third for breweries, I think. So it's pretty big here. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so I just started brewing at home, um, watching videos online, trying to figure all that out. And then I joined, like, a small homebrew club. We actually had to form the club to be like in this one contest because it was like a battle of the home brewers clubs. So we formed this little group and, you know, it made like great friends and uh, it was a great experience. And I took beers and entered them into contests and all that sort of thing for a good while there. So
0: cool. Yeah. Because I, I think like there, there, there's something that I I sense from you just from your hot, like your wide range of hot sauces and being an artist and homebrewing. And uh, I think it's kind of the, the art of creation. Um, and and like, is that something that kind of intrigued you? I'm curious like what, I mean, obviously it's, it's something to do, but there's a million things that you you can do.
1: Yeah. Um, while I was doing my, my, ice cream delivery job i had tons of time to listen to things on like podcast right or whatever so i would listen to joe rogan and jordan peterson and some of these other people who are like very inspiring and you know i was like i'm just like out here doing this thing i'm earning a paycheck but it wasn't rewarding at all Mm -hmm. and so i was like "What, what can i do what can i create you know to to bring something to like create something is like probably one of the best things you could do maybe you know as opposed yeah. you know maybe like saving people's lives you know um, doctors nurses firemen but you know if you can create something bring something new into the world art literature whatever you know I was just like I would feel much it just gives me a good feeling to mm-hmm. to create so that's what started like the homebrew thing and then uh, you know, the similarities between like craft beer and then like the hot sauce industry like really ex- starting to explode now too. Um there's similarities there, you know, like craft brewing is all about, you know, not following the rules, uh doing different things, collaborating. I'm yep. big on on that. And so I was like, I think I could maybe take that and put it into the hot sauce. Yeah. And so I just started doing that making batches at home and uh yeah here i am three
0: years later with 12 sauces wow yeah actually i want to talk about one of them and and because it's a cold smoking um and that's that's a collab sauce somebody i i don't know what somebody was telling me how there's this butcher shop that sells my hot sauce in town and I'm supposed to ask for cold smoked pork chops because they're supposedly the best. And I, I like, I know I, I'm not a much of a barbecue guy, but I, I love eating it, but like, I know smoking where you kind of like have a smoker and you kind of have like a low temperature, but what, what, what's cold smoking. And I would also love so, to hear about the collaboration, but. Yeah. uh, Like hot smoking
1: is like when you're cooking your meat and your smoker you know anywhere from i don't know like 180 up to you know 300 something or whatever yeah uh the cold smoke the smoke is is made and then it like wanders up through and like over everything and so that's i think i believe that's only at like 90 to like 110 degrees something like that so like you're not cooking the food at all it's just getting hit with the smoke Gotcha. And so, yeah, and so it's still kind of like a raw ingredient, but it's smoky. And so he does the cold smoked salt, uh, the bell pepper. Who's this? Uh, Smoking pickles in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, He he's a great chef. He opened his business fairly recently, maybe two years ago, something like that. Um, I did an event with him at the PA Flavor Festival. Someone told me to talk to him about just like talk to him cuz he's <laughs> yeah. talented or whatever, you know. So I talked to him. Um he started selling my sauce in his store and I said, you know, hey, let's maybe we can do a collaboration. And he's like, "Well, I got this smoker, we can cold smoke stuff." Um so then I went to work on that and came out with the uh, hickory habanero. Which has like amazing flavor. um, Wow! Partially because of that cold smoked.
0: So, so that was the thing that you thought about first. Is like cold smoking. I'm just curious about like how you think. I mean, you have 12 hot sauces. How do you think about? I'm I'm sure they're all a little bit different of a creation. But was that was that the first thing that you kind of thought about? Is like, huh? Like, let's collab on the cold smoking piece, and then what goes with
1: right? Smoking, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking for something different or interesting just because I would hate to do, like, the same thing over and over again and have my sauces get boring or something. Yeah. And I basically, I always said, like, I, you know, I'm making these for me. You know, it's like whatever I think is the best, whatever I like. I think that is the way to go. Hopefully other people will like it and enjoy yeah. it too. Um, So this one's like, oh, you know. A smoked sauce is you know that's like one of the the bucket list things probably you know so and and uh yeah it just turned out amazing so it's probably my number one seller that's awesome
0: so mm-hmm. yeah uh is in it like so you got kind of like the cold smoked raw habaneros and then what's the um the process from there uh so yeah so he cold smokes. The, the salt, the habaneros, the bell pepper,
1: and then I get it and I bring it to my place. Um, and then I add all the other fresh ingredients. Um, I always try and use as much fresh ingredients as possible. I think that makes my sauce taste the best that it can. Definitely. Um, and so and basically all my sauces are like fresh cooked sauces. Um, I don't have a fermented sauce yet. I've done many test batches but I'm just like the the fermented flavors are just not my favorite I would say so I just like a little bit more like the fresh deal
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah I mean there's just so much room for experimentation Uh, yeah I uh, when I started fermenting I I was doing kind of a a brine and, and then using some of that brine and adding vinegar so like I would get a real funky flavor sometimes, which some people like. I I liked it when I was like in the mood for it and everything. But then I kind of, as I was getting a little bit bigger, the the mash has been nice. And and so, I mean, it's, there's so many directions that you can kind of branch out of. Um, Yeah.
1: The other thing uh, that I'm trying to do is to bring non-hot sauce people into this world, you know, um and so a lot of my sauces are very approachable until yep. you get up to like the extra hot or the super hot scoville scale. But you know, most people can handle them. Um and even if like I have one that's like sweet wave is like mango and jalapeno, it's super mild. And I'm always like, that's like my intro to hot sauce right there. If you can't yeah. stand anything, I think you could probably handle this one, you know?
0: Yeah, because I, I, I do a lot of farmers markets, I know you do too, and And that's what I do a lot of time. I don't say hot sauce sometimes. (laughs) I say like, oh, it's like a cooking sauce. Like, they're like, is this a hot sauce? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But like, you can cook with it. You can marinate it. You can have it as on a salad in a smoothie. How do you work on educating people? Because like, I I think that because I I think people have this conception. They think hot sauce and it's like fricking hot. Um, but
1: how do you work on that?
0: almost everybody has
1: a story where they got burned really bad one time or somebody tricked them into something, you know? (laughs) And it's like, it's like, but mine's not like that. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people just walk on past, you know, they're like, Oh, not for me. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, but it is kind of for you, you know, it's, uh, and it's all natural ingredients. There's no extracts. There's no like xanthan gum, you know what I mean? So it's about as healthy as you can get. Except for like maybe some added uh, cane sugar or something like that, yeah. Um, But you know, I don't know. There's a lot of people who are just stuck in their ways too, and it's like too late. Can't catch them. But maybe the youngsters, you know, I have kids yeah. who come up and are are pretty brave and
0: and try stuff, and they usually do well with at least the first three. You know, that's so funny. So I have a um, she's coming up on two, but a, a two-year-old niece. And uh, actually, she's one and a half when she accidentally had my hot sauce. And um, before she could talk, she was like kind of learning sign language a little bit. And um, (laughs) there's a sign where she touches her pointer fingers together like this. And that means more. And so she had the hot sauce and then started touching her fingers. And and, and now she, she loves my kind of mild verde hot sauce and and every and it's super healthy and it just adds a lot mm-hmm. of flavor so like that is to the extreme of having an infant trying hot sauce but i i think it, it's a whole as we're as the craft scene as you were mentioning is, is expanding I, I think it's also kind of the hot sauce definition or expectations are also evolving from there
1: yeah I think so. Uh, my son's almost eight and he's sometimes he'll try stuff and be in the mood. And then other times he'll be like, no, no, no. <laughs> so, you know, but I think like by the time he's older, he might be like just loving it and like eating it all the time. Yeah.
0: For me, it was, uh, I, I was like 13 years old and I had my first Buffalo chicken sub and I hated it. And mm-hmm. then like, it was like 14 or 15. And then I tried it again. I was like, Whoa, this is, this is good. And, and from there it kind of it took off. Um, but you, you've been mentioning, uh, kind of like having all natural fresh ingredients. And I truly believe that the, my favorite hot sauces have those like really good fresh local ingredients. And that makes it harder <laughs> to like find them to get them at the right time. Um, I'm sure with 12 different hot sauces, it's, it's impossible to have everything when you need it accessible, but, um, you have been growing a lot of your own peppers as well. Is that right? Yeah. Um, let's see the first
1: year, the first year I grew like five plants because so I had no idea what I was doing.
0: And, and this was just when you were kind of getting into hot sauce? Or, or had you been yeah. making... You were doing that simultaneously? Yeah, I was kind of just doing that for fun. Mm-hmm. While I
1: was kind of just experimenting with making stuff. Um, and then the next year... What,
0: what, 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 actually, uh, curious about what, what you grew. Is it habanero? Like, habaneros are... Really... No, they're not. <laughs> I grew...
1: I think I grew two reapers okay. and two two yellow, some pot yellow, maybe. And then like something else. And it was like ridiculously <laughs> hot for, cause I, I can't eat that. Um, but, and then this, the next year I put like, I decided to do everything in pots, five gallon pots, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, which was okay. But I feel like the yield and the size of the peppers and everything really and maybe I didn't fertilize enough, but I don't think that's like the best way. The best way is like in the ground, of course. Um, just amend your soil, uh, keep that good, and I think you'll be fine. Uh, so last year I did like four hundred and sixty plants.
0: Whoa! So wait, yeah. wait, did you did you go from five to four hundred and sixty? No, no. Okay. Went, <laughs> there was another year or there two. There was a future. year in
1: between there that, that was like 100 and something plants maybe. Wow. Yeah, and then I went to 260 and then I went to 4 no. 640 like last year. Um I had a little bit of help cuz a local farmer uh came to me early on in the season and he was like he was like I have like empty rows at my farm if you want to you know plant a row. So I had a hundred yard row up there last year. Um, That was really helpful. And then I would just go up and pick. uh, And he just like kept it watered and everything. And then, so this year, I'm not even sure how many I have, like a thousand probably. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all still in my basement because we've been having like crazy weather and I've been so busy. I haven't been able to do anything. Like we had like crazy winds a week ago and rain a lot now and i'm like oh it'd have been nice to have them out for that rain but oh well
0: yeah so let's uh let's do a little dive into the the life of a a pepper plant um because i'm kind of going into my first foray um i've grown specialty ghost peppers and habaneros um but this year i'm growing working with the local farmer to grow 31 different varieties and we're doing about 900 plants. And, and so I've learned a lot, just working on the, getting the farm ready for them, but we're putting them out in late kind of mid to late May. Um, but the first step like is, is getting the seeds, um, obviously and, and getting the germination going. So have, have you, I'm curious, like, what sort of lessons have you learned within that sourcing seeds and just getting them to sprout and become seedlings?
1: I keep learning that uh, you can't start early enough. Yeah. Especially if you're growing a lot and you should probably grow more than you need. Be a good rule of thumb probably just in case disaster hits or something. Yeah,
0: And, and so I guess you, you, to work back a little bit like it depends on where you are in the country when you because if if it's freezing outside they're gonna die and and so you can't right like you can't plant them and then have it be thirty two degrees uh or below so no. you can kind of work back so a little bit but you want them to yeah so i start this
1: year i started in january mm-hmm. um and then like this coming year I'll probably start in like december. Okay, But um, that's just because I had so many. I had like eight trays of 72 that I planted. Some took longer than others. Sometimes you're waiting around for seed to come up. Um, And so then I really didn't get planted. I've replanted like four more trays after that. And I think that was in February, March, which is kind of getting late for me, I think. Um, But because I had just finished transplanting some like the other week. So I'm like, oh you guys
0: better hurry up. (laughs) And so do you uh, like do you put like kind of a heated mat underneath them to kind of Yeah.
1: Yeah. I bought two four foot uh heating mats that has like controller. You just set it. I've got um timer things for my lights so they'll come on for like twelve hours at a time. Um I've found like I found that the trays are the the best because or you could do like those little those little like soil pouches i guess yeah yeah this this can't be the seed can't be too far away from the seed mat i don't think and then it's like there's watering too but like the trays are just super easy i guess and i've a lot of people plant like two seeds per cell but i've just been doing one per cell and usually most come up, depending. Yeah, and most of my seeds are saved seeds.
0: I'll oh, save seeds nice.
1: from like the best pods I get from the previous year. Um, or if somebody sends me some good ones, sometimes I'll save those. Um, you know, it's it's a little risky because you might get a plant that isn't, you know, what you planted previously if it happened to get cross-pollinated or something. Yeah. But usually it's I haven't had that problem yet except for like maybe one or two stray plants. Um, which I might actually, I had some crosses that I was like, oh, maybe I can like make these into hotheads crosses or something, you know, like a, I, th- I think one was like a, may, it might've been like a lemon drop and a uh, shishito or something like that. I don't even know what it is really, <laughs> but <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I, this is a
0: mystery pod. And um, so I I was, had a podcast interview, um, with, uh, Phil and, and he lives in, in Germany. Um, and was, he he's doing growing hydroponically, um, and was, talking about all these different variations and, and got really into it, but um, something that you guys both have in similar, similar is that you're connected to the seven pop club, um, which I was learning more about. And it seemed just like a really cool community where people are super passionate about chili peppers, especially unique peppers. And he was talking about some, I don't know if this is the same club or just something similar where um kind of doing some seed swapping um for for unique types of, of peppers that people are, are growing in, in their seeds um but what what is the kind of seven pot club and and uh just curious like what, some of the things that you've gotten out of it uh yeah rob coleman
1: has seven pot club on youtube um and i think he's been growing for maybe 20 something years He just grows mostly super hot, but he'll grow, like, anything he finds interesting. Um, And so I found his videos maybe two years ago or more um, on YouTube. And it was just very, you know, it's educational. He, he, He does, like, trials where he'll use different soils, grow them at the same time, tell you which one's working, which one's not working, best methods that he has found. And it's just, it was like educational. Like I learned a lot from it um, because coming into this, I really didn't know anything. I've never been a gardener. Um, Like I always hated gardening (laughs) and now I'm growing like a thousand (laughs) plants. (laughs) So it's pretty funny. Um, But but if you're passionate about something, then you'll, you'll do it. You know, Yeah. yeah. Um, my back, you know, is in pain a lot from it (laughs) last year. Just from picking first time I went out picking, it was like three and a half hours of being bent over, you know? And then you're like, Oh my God, (laughs) my bag's done. So, Uh, yeah, I guess if
0: we, if we go back from kind of the seedlings, uh, they're, they're sprouting up, hopefully a majority of them sometimes, like sometimes I had this year, I had, um, cayenne peppers that were not, everything else is beautiful, but the the cayennes weren't coming up. So, um, Mm -hmm. I, I, found uh, somebody else that has some seedlings that i'm going to be using for those but um then you you put them into the the ground and and then they're they're off and obviously you've kind of growing and you got to water them and Mm -hmm. um, have you found any kind of like before they're ripe and ready at the end of the season have you found any suggestions on tips or things that you've worked well or, or challenges whether those be animals or weather or, or anything else that's kind of come up i haven't
1: really had any animal problems i think i've had a squirrel or two take one and then drop it <laughs> once realized how to... freaking hot it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i haven't had much trouble with birds either because birds can't sense capsaicin heat oh, but interesting. uh i think there's enough around elsewhere to eat maybe i don't know yeah um but Peppers are weird, too, because, you know, they like water, but then they also like to, like, dry out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, but where I am, it kind of rains just enough, usually. I haven't had to water too much unless we have, like, a really dry month or something. So, yeah, or unless it's, like, a super hot day, maybe. Um, uh, But it's been pretty good.
0: Yeah. So, so and then once it, they're, like, kind of ripening around i don't know i guess it obviously depends on oh the- i usually
1: get i usually get like multiple rounds of peppers too
0: yeah okay. um
1: depends how like if you start them early in your basement and you they're like somewhat developed um you can get like two rounds you get like a round early and then you get like a late round um or like you'll get peppers like the whole time like if you have enough plants everything's kind of moving at different speeds sometimes, but, um, but then I've had like some of the, the real super hots, like brain strain and some of these other ones that like, I started late and I got them out late and then I got like no pods from them the whole wow. year. Like, or yeah. I got one pod, you know, that was like decently ripe,
0: yeah. you know, oh, man. with the name like so brain they're, strain, man, that, that, yeah. that's uh, that's tough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, they need lots of, of time. Some of these, these extra special crosses and stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, um, when, when you're harvesting, I mean that, or picking them, it, it's, you were kind of saying it's backbreaking <laughs> and, and, and it's tough. It, it's, um, I mean, that's probably a ton, like you got a, a really big yield. You can get a really big yield out of that. Um, do, do you then have to think about kind of processing or freezing them right after i'm just curious if if you try to like space them out uh or, or kind of use those peppers throughout the year or, or if you kind of get busy in the kitchen right uh, after then too yeah
1: that's a tough problem too
0: yeah <laughs> <Processing>. <laughs> this um, is not easy <laughs> when you're, when you're doing just, everything just
1: processing for drying um because i've also i'm starting to do powders uh spice okay. blends now So, and I'm realizing that when you have like a pepper and then you grind it down to a powder, it like goes from like a lot to a very little. So, um, I'm realizing that I probably did not prep enough, but it's all, you know, that's part of it, man. It's just a learning process. Like I definitely saved enough peppers and, um, you know, I've had pretty good results with like freezing and then using later, I'd rather use fresh, but you know, sometimes you just can't Um, and you have to save some. And then that's part of the reason why I started growing too, was like, you can't find any of these peppers. You can't find most of these peppers anywhere, unless you have a grower that's like growing them for you already or something like that, you know, like the lemon drop, the lemon drop. I did find them at a local market and there was some farm around here growing them, I think, but I was like well, I just have to like take this into my own hands so that I, I'm i absolutely sure that I will have them for my lemon drop sauce, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm curious, like this is really kind of spiraled <laughs> into a freaking awesome, uh, I guess it's probably a little, it's, it's a business now, more than a hobby and everything. But I'm curious, like what is next? I mean, obviously you're kind of growing more and more, but are, are there other, products that you kind of are passionate about or other things you're experimenting with?
1: Yeah. Well, there's, (laughs) yeah, I've been really, I thought this was going to be my downtime, but I've been crazy busy like over the winter and up till now. Um, so there's like a company in Lancaster called the Stroopy company. They make a Stroop waffle. That's cinnamon waffle with caramel in the middle. Mm -hmm. So I've collabed with them to make spicy Stroopies. Wow. There's a plain, and then there's an extra spicy, and there's a hot chocolate and an extra hot chocolate. And the hot chocolate is made after the hot chocolate hot sauce. Yep. Um, So it's got, like, the extra hot spice blend. It has a little bit of Jamaican allspice sprinkled, like, on top of the chocolate as well as in the caramel. Uh, So, yeah. Those just, I just got those, and they're up on the website now um so that's like i don't know i'm just huge into collaborating on things and also that helps with like because i don't have time to make everything <laughs> you yeah. know yep. it's just me right now and i haven't hired anybody um which might have to hire somebody soon but uh and then i have another collaboration with sweet g's in pine grove pa she makes all of my spicy pretzels and hot candied nuts sweet. and i she buys the spice blend from me for those um and there's a there's a hot and then there's like super hot with reaper pepper which i'm quickly running out of as well (laughs) like i said the powder turns into nothing you know and then yeah you're like oh my god
0: i'd imagine it packs a punch though
1: (laughs) it definitely does like i ate
0: one piece and i was burning
1: for like 15 20 minutes i didn't have to run for milk but I was burning. Yeah, <laughs> it was right there <laughs> on the, on the edge. Going. You know, yeah. on the edge. So if you eat a handful or a whole half a bag, you're gonna be you can be feeling it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So and then what else? I'm working with a local honey company called Honey Bee Friendly, and we are probably going to have some hot honeys and another super special item that I don't even want to talk about right now (laughs) i just wanted to like come out because i don't think anybody's gonna have something like this cool so so there's that and then i'm working on the spice blends five different spice blends um i'm growing peppers this year for possible you know spice blends in the future um or even i came out with like i didn't even come out with them yet they're like pepper spreads I just kind of sold them to like close friends and stuff. Um, But it's like a nine ounce jar with mostly it's just all the pepper and then a little bit of like salt and sugar and a touch of garlic, touch of vinegar. So it's kind of like a real, almost like a relish, but not, not so harsh in taste, you know, let you taste the pepper.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's really cool. Like I'm sensing with all that, I mean, definitely your passion for peppers, but creating new products, but also with other people. I, I think that's a really cool thing to see. It's just other businesses working together. Cause I think one, it's just like you're one person, you can't do everything. Um, right. But at the same time, it's also probably a really good way to kind of spread awareness for each other and, and just have more kind of a localized business yeah. working together.
1: Yeah, I mean like like the smoking pickles, he sells my sauce there, sweet G's sells my sauce, you know, and then it's just like uh back and forth of like advertising and hey, check out this, check out that, you know. And it's just a slow a slow growth, you know, like and then like the two years ago, you know, I was just doing like um like beer festivals and things like that, like one every other week, something mm-hmm. like that. And I was still actually working my other full-time job uh and then i got laid off i got a brewing job i had for eight months i got laid off so i was like all right i'm just gonna do this full-time and see what happens uh and then the pandemic happened i had like tons and tons of beer festivals and everything lined up for like the whole year the pandemic happened all that was canceled wow um but then like late april may there was like these farmers markets that were gonna be open you know so i was like okay that's like my only option really right now so i started doing i do like five per week Wow! and it was like the best thing i've done because you get to see people on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. it's it's pretty local um they get to find your stuff you get to see them every week uh and they wanted to support local at that point really hard because of the pandemic and businesses you know having a tough time and so it's been really great that's awesome that's awesome and hopefully i'll get to do a couple festivals i'm hoping to do bowers yeah um
0: i've, I've never gone but i heard that's a a, a great festival hey, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're famous. i forgot you, you're, you're fame you were on uh i was watching uh tv and, and uh You're on the TV at at Bowers. There is a... Am I? Yeah. I I know what you look like. You're front and center on a shot, but they they did a pretty cool feature on... I forget what what channel it was. Um, Huh. But uh, yeah, they had a a 30-minute feature on the, the Bowers Chili Festival. Or is it Bowers Pepper or Chili? I don't
1: know. It's like Chili Festival... I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's says, probably not too many other ones. Uh everybody yeah. says Bowers, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just like a generic chili festival, but you know, like but that was cool. And I, like I I did that two years ago, and then the pandemic year got canceled, and I was but I was like new and I wasn't like with most of the hot sauce people. Uh I was next to Carl's Kick Chili, uh, which was great because he was really busy. But I felt like I kinda got passed over a little bit or I was like the new guy on the block. People weren't really, you know, into trying it. Or maybe they were and, you know, or they just came for like their ones that they always get.
0: Yeah. Well hopefully I've been been to enough chili fest where I it's it's a good thing not to go overboard. My first time I, I think I first time I went to the New York city hot sauce expo, I think I tried probably 55 hot sauces and then I just had a ball of fire in my stomach. And it just like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny because like people are talking to me and I'm just like, I, I see your mouth moving, but I just can, I-, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but,
1: I Hopefully I'll be at that someday. Yeah. Um, I was trying to get in and they said there were no spots like, last year or something but then it got canceled anyway so yeah i I was was supposed uh, to be they were gonna try and do the one in north carolina and then that got canceled too and i was actually gonna be at that one
0: well this year it's it's planned for this year and and same with new york city so hopefully um things continue to get better um i think so so. yeah 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 we're Um, coming out of it slowly but surely yeah awesome so uh i guess just to, to wrap up, um, where can people find – I mean, where, yeah, where can people find you? Do you uh, – I think you, you mentioned you got a website, but or, or do, do you do stuff on social media too? Just Yeah, uh, updates. hotheadsofficial.com, and then it's
1: for Facebook and Instagram. It's at hotheadsofficial. Um, I think I'm on TikTok as hotheadsofficial1, number one. What was, the, was, was there somebody else that uh i apparently i don't know yeah <laughs> somebody had it or something but uh, i've been trying to do like goofy funny videos with songs that match up with whatever <laughs> but it's <laughs> definitely got to check that out then it's kind of funny um yeah uh the seven pot collaboration it's still available, scoville Scalet And uh, the cool thing about that is I'm growing new peppers this year for that. So each year I'm going to try and like vary the peppers a little bit. Nice. Keep the base, vary the peppers. So it will should have a little bit of a different taste maybe each year. We'll see. Uh, but I just thought that would be a cool thing to do with that. Absolutely. Uh, and Rob, Rob has always been great. Very educational. Check out 7 Pot Club on YouTube. Brian Ams has been great. Johnny Scoville has been great. You know, uh, these are all like, I even talked to uh, Troy Primo before as well. And all very nice. Uh, you know, great to talk to. Low answer questions or whatever. And also Jimmy Pickles for seeds. If you need seeds, Jimmy Pickles. Um, I think it's com. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, Tim. Wait a second. You didn't ask me about music. Uh, Yeah. Lay it on me. So, all right. So if it's not a podcast, like a Joe Rogan experience or something like that, um, then it's the Deftones have always been probably my number one band. Uh, You know, Local H, if you know them, not everybody knows Local H. Weezer. You Know incubus nice uh, you, 20 with 21 pilots, got to gotta, gotta,
0: gotta turn it up when, when you're cooking sometimes, on, yeah. yeah sometimes you, when you're cooking that.
1: in a kitchen, you just gotta you gotta crank it up so it yep. powers you right through, <laughs> yep.
0: yeah. Yeah, it, it's so funny. Like, we, we play music pretty loud, and and uh, we usually just have people rotate their playlists or, or throw on an album, mm-hmm. and then it's like we're in a commercial kitchen with no windows, and so like. We got the the um we got the music playing, we got the air vents going, we have a heat shrink machine going, and and then I walk out and it's like sunny and it's like quiet. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, where, where am I?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes my ears are pretty spent by the end, but yeah.
0: It's good time. Awesome, Tim. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing your journey and um yeah, lots of cool stuff. And, and I, I think um, kind of yeah. inspiration to do just collaboration local and and take on, not be afraid on to take new things. I mean, there's just so many resources and things. Yeah, I'm just
1: trying up. to have fun. And
0: uh, I just want to thank everybody, too,
1: for all the online orders um, that's been picking up, which has been great. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who's ordered.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Go check them out, get their sauces. Yeah. I've, uh, I think this revolutionary sauce with, um, roasted bell and scorpion, I, I usually don't crank it up too hot, but I've been really into scorpion peppers, uh, recently and, and, uh, it's super flavorful Yeah, and has a good kick.
1: The revolutionary, there might be a big announcement about the revolutionary at Ooh. some point. Okay. I can't say what, but, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you'll, you have to let us know so we can, we can update the, uh, the craft hot sauce community. So
1: we'll let you know. <laughs> awesome,
0: Tim. Cool, man. Well, Thank you. uh, thanks for, for joining. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to that episode. If you enjoyed it, please tell a friend, a chili head, someone that you like that they should check out the craft hot sauce podcast and check out Tim. Myers Hot Heads Official Hot Sauces. You can check out their website at hotheadsofficial.com. You can also head over to crafthotsauce.com to see a whole host of different maker stories that we've shared. Uh, we got a lot of cool ones coming up, um, but we also have a lot of really unique sought after independently owned craft hot sauces for sale uh, and one-off boxes, some curated boxes. So treat yourself to a little hot sauce. Check out crafthotsauce.com. And also please give us some love, uh, by reviewing and rating our podcast. So go out, enjoy the day and we'll catch you next time.